Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning, this is John Frenet. It is Tuesday, September 9th, primary day in the city of Annapolis, Maryland. Some Anne Arundel County residents got a little bit of a scare yesterday morning when there was a warning sent out by the emergency alert system telling them to shelter in place. Residents of Glen Burnie and Brooklyn Park were warned about an incident that had happened up in Baltimore City. Apparently, chlorosulfonic acid had leaked through a valve in the Solvay Industries plant in the 3400 block of Fairfield Road in Baltimore City when the acid was being transferred from a tanker to a trailer. The city's Department of Emergency Management sent out a tweet asking residents to shelter in place, and it included zip codes in Anne Arundel County as well. By 1.30 p.m., Baltimore City had given the all clear, and it is unknown if there were any injuries. If you're traveling Route 50 over the Severn River, please bring a little bit more patience with you over the next eight months as the State Highway Administration is beginning a $22.8 million project that will add a seventh lane to the Severn River Bridge. The SHA began work on the project last night at 7 p.m., with lane closures beginning at 7 p.m. and additional ones at 11 p.m. That will happen again this evening, and on Wednesday and Thursday, it's going to happen on the westbound lanes. If everything goes to plan over the winter, they will have the seventh lane added to the bridge by Memorial Day weekend. The bridge is narrow to start with. Please use extra caution. With a simple Facebook post last night, an icon in Annapolis is changing. Let me just read it to you. Hello, everyone. This is a new day in our lives. Beth and I decided to make a big change in our life. After 52 years of working in my family business, I thought it would be a good time to make a change in our life. I've worked every weekend over the last 52 years and most days during the week. It's now time to spend time with my beautiful wife, Beth, and get to see my children, Lauren, Scott, Mandy, and Jerry. Today, there is a new owner of Chicken Ruth's Deli, Keith Jones. He's a very talented man and has been a good customer of Chicken Ruth's for years. He wants to keep everything the same. If it works, don't fix it. He will be keeping all the traditions in service the same. It has truly been living the American dream, running our family business and meeting all of our friends over the years. We have enjoyed watching over five generations of families grow up. Beth and I will still be around. We know you will love meeting and getting to know Keith. Beth will be busy with her real estate career, and I will be busy playing in my garage, restoring antique cars, model trains, and making music boxes. Thanks for the friendship over the years. And that was the message that Ted Levitt left on his Facebook page announcing the sale of Chicken Ruth's Deli in Annapolis, and Icon changes hands. Ted, Beth, Chick, Ruth, thank you for the memories. It is primary day in Annapolis City, so make sure if you are a registered Republican or a Democrat, get out there and vote for your candidate of choice. This primary has not been without glitches and shenanigans. Yesterday, the Annapolis Republican Central Committee had sent out a flyer to Democrats in Wards 1 and 7, taking aim at Rob Savage in Ward 7 and Ellie Tierney in Ward 1. The Republican candidates in those two wards were unaware of the flyers. The polls are now open and they will stay open 
until 8 p.m. If you are in line by 8 p.m., you can cast your ballot. Despite an article in the Capitol newspaper yesterday, you do not need your identification to vote. Maryland does not require identification to cast a vote. If you had registered by mail without providing proper identification initially, you may be asked for an identification, but typically you should not be asked for identification. There is a lot of confusion as to where to vote. Typically during an election year, we would vote in schools, which would be closed for the election day and the primary. Annapolis has off-year elections, so we are voting in all sorts of strange places that we normally wouldn't vote. I live in Ward 7, and people in Ward 7 are voting in two locations that actually aren't even in the city. It's the Annapolis Neck Firehouse, as well as the Annapolis Neck Library. You would think you could go to the city's website to find out where to vote, but that would not be true either. They had a list up there yesterday. It was a 900-page long PDF file that you could search through to find your address, but apparently they weren't able to figure out how to sort the columns, and that was incorrect. The city is now recommending that if you are unsure of where to vote, to contact the county who is handling the elections for the city. Their phone number is 410-222-0492. If you got a sample ballot in the mail, your polling location should be printed on that. And just for something fun, if you are politically minded, come on down to the Black Wall Hitch in Eastport tonight after 6.30. I will be with the Maryland Crabs, and we're going to be doing a podcast about the election. So if you've got some opinions, come on down. We'll put you on tape, and we'll release the episode a little bit later on tonight. Have a great day, and remember, if you're living in Annapolis City, and you're over 18, and you're a registered Democrat or Republican, get out there and vote. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. All right. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather. Here's your Tuesday forecast for Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. Today's weather outside will bring a little bit of everything to the table as we will see clouds and a few showers moving through the area from the east-northeast mixed in with some sun and occasionally breezy conditions as Hurricane Jose's center of circulation passes by the Delmarva beaches today and tonight. As a result, we posted a target high temp on our website last night in the daily forecast section of 75 degrees for today for Annapolis. So let's see just how much impact Jose has on the area's temps today after it delivered some earlier than expected clouds and showers yesterday, causing our first forecast miss of the month for Annapolis. Look for low temps tonight in the 65 to 70 degree range around Annapolis, and then we should expect plenty of sun and temps 80 to 85 degrees the rest of the week right through the weekend, so start making plans once again to get out and about to take advantage of what might just be summer's final act. Okay, back out to the tropics. As discussed, Jose will be passing our beaches to the east today and tonight, and from there we'll take a path north and then northeast into the Atlantic, where we don't think it will pose any further threat, but we will continue to monitor its progress. Now for Hurricane Maria in the Caribbean. Maria did what we thought yesterday and rapidly intensified to a Category 5 status storm that is now poised to move near or directly over places such as St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico and possibly even Dominican Republic. What does this storm mean for the Annapolis area? Not sure yet, but there is the overall potential that Maria could have some interaction with the U.S. East Coast in the next 7 to 10 days or so, so we'll continue to track and update daily until its ultimate path is a known quantity. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free app by searching for DC MDVA Weather in your app store, and also be sure to follow us 24-7, 365 on our website at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Whatever the weather out there, have fun and be safe.
You know, the Ion Annapolis Daily is possible in part because of the incredibly generous support of Ram's Head on stage. Ram's Head, where every seat is less than 48 feet from the stage, brings more than 400 concerts a year to the area, both at Ram's Head on stage on West Street, as well as Maryland Hall, St. John's Key Auditorium, and other venues in the area. To wet your whistle, check out some of these upcoming shows this week. This Thursday at Maryland Hall, Randy Newman, prolific composer and musical satirist, there are still tickets available. Friday night, the comedy of Screech. Yes, Screech, from Saved by the Bell. Dustin Diamond will be in Annapolis for the latest installment of the Ramshead Laughs and Drafts comedy series. And on Saturday and Sunday, the smooth stylings of multi-platinum seller Jeffrey Osborne will return to Ramshead on stage. Tickets are still available, and you can get yours at ramsheadonstage.com. Or if you want to go old school, head on down to their box office at 33 West Street in the heart of beautiful downtown Annapolis. And for a guaranteed great night out on the town, ramsheadonstage.com. They say opinions are like... Here we are with a dose of opinion for you. It seems you can't do anything without offending somebody these days. I point to a letter in this morning's Capital newspaper from a Catherine Nash White of Annapolis, who is absolutely in a tizzy because of mayoral candidate Mike Panaliti's campaign signs. He has a tagline that says, protecting our quality of life. And apparently those five words are incredibly offensive to Miss White. And she says, in this post-Charlottesville world, we are more aware of these little permissions of racism and classism scattered across our landscape and vernacular. I'm not sure that protecting our quality of life is really permission to be racist. I'm not sure it's permission to be classist. She goes on to continue about how saying R is a reference to the upper and middle class, primarily white Americans. I'm not sure where she's reading this into this either. I don't think the mayor and his campaign staff said, hey, let's see if we can sneak one by the voters. Our. Perhaps it's referring to the citizens of Annapolis. Perhaps it's referring to the citizens of the state of Maryland. Perhaps the United States of America or even the world. Catherine Nash, there's so much more to be upset about. And in the words of Sergeant Holka, Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.